So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. Uh, my name is Lloyd, and this morning I'll be continuing our series on Advent. And we've been looking at the theme of Advent as we build up towards Christmas Day. Every day, every week during the Advent series, uh, specific scripture readings are given. And this is a way of building expectation and hope towards the coming of the Messiah. And so for this morning, if you'd like to follow on with us as we go through these specific scriptures for each day, uh, building up this hope and expectation, uh, the readings for today are Psalm 21, Isaiah 41, verse 14 to 20, and Romans 15, verse 14 to 21. I'll just read those again. It's Psalm 21, Isaiah 41, 14 to 20, and Romans 15, uh, verses 14 to 21. It's really been amazing to actually read these scriptures in this light uh, each day as we build up towards Christmas. Uh, and just for the purpose of our devotion this morning, I'll be sharing a few thoughts with you from the passage in Romans 15. You know, for many uh, Christian scholars, Romans is considered to be one of the most theologically rich books in all of Scripture when it comes to understanding the gospel of grace. Um, the Apostle Paul is so deep and so profound in his exposition of the Christian faith in Romans that one can almost never reach the end of the application of the truths uh, in this book. And the way Romans is divided, you know, he kind of masterfully explains uh, the power and the means of salvation by Christ through faith in chapters 1 to 11. And then from chapter 12, he goes on to explain how us as believers ought to live from this position as children of God led by the Holy Spirit. You know, what we should do with this new life of faith that we have found in Christ. And this passage of in Romans chapter 15 is powerful and relevant to the theme of Advent because in verse 7, he talks about how we as believers have been welcomed into the family by God, or welcomed into God's family by Christ, rather. And because of that, we ought to welcome one another too, despite our differences. And already we can begin to see the the. Uh, encouragement and duty almost that we have as believers on us this festive season, that we have this responsibility as followers and imitators of Christ Jesus to welcome one another into the faith, no matter how big the differences between us may seem. You see, Paul was writing um, to a people that by today's standards couldn't get more opposite or polarized. He was referring to Jews and Gentiles, and those two people groups simply did not mix at all. The Jews thought that the Gentiles were unclean and unworthy of receiving the gospel message. And in today's world, it's as if Paul is speaking into the same, speaking the same message into the midst of a very similar uh, world, which is so polarized, so, op so opposed, this, this heavy opposition that's taking place between people. And he's saying, welcome one another, be united in the faith by Christ Jesus. Salvation is big enough to accommodate anyone and everyone who would call on the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. And that's the message that we wanted to share a little bit on this morning. But a few verses later is where I actually wanted to focus uh, for this morning. You know, one uh, almost can't help but get caught up in, in the riches and beauty of this, of this book of Romans. It's hard to, uh, it's hard just to move on. There's so much to unpack in all of these verses. But in Romans 15 verses 14 to 21, which is our reading for today, he kind of goes on to explain this concept and he, 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 he tells the church how he was a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles and how they also have been sanctified by the Spirit. He's building on this argument that they too can be included in the faith, which is everyone else. It's the whole, it's the whole world. And then he quotes a verse from the prophet Isaiah and he says this in verse 21 of Romans 15. He says, but... 
As it is written, those who were not told about him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. This verse is from Isaiah chapter 52, verse 15, which if you read the whole chapter is a prophecy all about Jesus. And it's all about the work that he would accomplish in the world for sinners in bringing everyone into restoration with God through faith. And it's an amazing passage and chapter in the Bible actually to see how this prophecy, how this prophecy is completely fulfilled in the life of Jesus. And then Paul references that and points us towards this truth. And he says that this, this, well, this verse means that those who were seemingly out of reach, those who were outside, as it were, from God's chosen people, those who were excluded from hearing the message of salvation by grace are now included in the family of God because of Christ Jesus. It's such a beautiful message about how when Christ came to the earth, he introduced a new kingdom reality that God was making his way to us, even in the most unexpected of places. And instead of only a select few trying to make their way to God, that's how the kingdom works. The kingdom says that God is, has come to us in Christ. He has made his way to us and he, and he has made his way to all people. It's not a select few trying to make their way back to God. And those people who thought they were previously unworthy, God has called his own. And friends, as we consider the season of Advent and, and looking towards the coming of the Lord Jesus, perhaps that's a message that we as followers of Jesus can help carry into this hurting and broken world that God has restored you to himself in Christ. Salvation is able to find you no matter where you are. Christ has come for you. The invitation is there for you to freely receive it. You know, there, there are some things in this world right now that seem out of reach, right? There's some things in this world that seem excluded, distant. There are some things that need restoration. Families, marriages, careers, health. There's a lot that seems to be fractured and disconnected. And in the story of Jesus, we have this wonderful promise of God that he would desire to bring about firstly the restoration of mankind to himself in Christ Jesus. That's the message that we as individual members of the body of Christ can share with others this festive season, that God has restored you to himself. It's the most important level of restoration that takes place in humanity, that mankind has found the rest for their souls in the Savior Jesus. And that's why the message of of Advent for week two is this theme of peace because we can have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul mentions it so beautifully when he writes in chapter five, verse one, and says, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, the message of Advent that we can carry into the world, that we can, that we can share with others this festive season is that God has restored mankind to himself in the birth of Jesus and that restoration, that salvation, that message is for everybody. And then secondly, God's love revealed in the person of Jesus also extends to include one another. We are able to be restored to one another through the message of Jesus. You know, sin is so deceitful, isn't it? And that it very easily makes our fellow man out to be the wrong that we must expose, the enemy that we must defeat or the obstacle that we must overcome. And oftentimes we view our differences as our downfalls. And that tends to drive mankind further and further apart from one another. But friends, the message of the birth of Christ carries the exact opposite theme. That Jews, Gentiles, slaves, free, male, female, all are one and all are joined together. There's unity in and through the person of Jesus. 
You know, Paul writes in Galatians 3.25 and he says, But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither slave nor free. There's neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ. And if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. It's such a wonderful verse explaining that we are all one, united in the Lord Jesus, and no one is out of reach for the gospel. Amen. And so friends, this, this festive season, during this, this time of Advent, as we look towards Christmas Day, may we be encouraged and challenged even to firstly examine our own position relative to God. Do we know, do we, are we mindful of how close he has brought us to himself in the person of Jesus? Do we fully comprehend the depth of that restoring love that God extended towards us? Do we walk in it every day? And then secondly, may we be also encouraged to extend that same love and that same spirit of restoration and connection to others, no matter how different or distant they may seem to us, because that is the message of the, ma of the manger that still speaks today. The Messiah has made all people from seemingly all distant walks of life one in him. So let our prayers this festive season be that we would experience a connection with God and a unity with one another through the power in, in the person of Jesus in a brand new, authentic way. So I hope that encourages you this morning as we look forward to the weeks that lead up to this wonderful message that, that Christ has come, salvation has come in the person of Jesus. Let's take a moment to pray before we head on out to, uh, with the rest of our Tuesday together, everyone. Father, thank you so much for um, the incredible love, this um, faithful, never-ending, eternal love that you extended to us in the person of your son, Jesus. Thank you for the unity that's possible in him. And Lord, as we are mindful uh, this morning that we live in a world that's broken and disconnected, we are also mindful of the unity that is possible through the bond of peace, the unity of the Spirit. And we pray this festive season that you would give us opportunities to extend that unity, Father, to carry this message of restoration in us so that the world would see that what is impossible by the world's standards is possible in and through Christ Jesus. Lord, we pray for the greatest unity um, ever seen during this festive season amongst your believers, amongst your people, Father. And may this be a season where there is unrivaled connection with you in an authentic way and unity with one another in an authentic way. And Jesus, we thank you so much again just for the gift of your grace that makes all of this possible. And we honor you for this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.